website, ojtooks.com. That is O-J-T as in Tom, O-K as in Kite, S as in Steve.com, ojtooks.com. Welcome again to the While You Are Single podcast and enjoy the show. Here is O.J. Tokes. Well, we have been talking about finding the right mate for your life. And here is the continuation of Lord, it's 2015 and I still haven't found my mate. What is the deal? Here is more of the deal. So going back to Genesis chapter 24. Abraham tells Eliezer to go find a bride for his son. God bless you. Then in Genesis 24 verse 5, the servant asked Abraham, what if she's not willing to come? Do I take Isaac back to your people to live there? And Abraham said, no, you can't do that. Abraham said, God will send his angel before you, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. There is an angel that is supposed to help you find your mate. There is an angel that is supposed to help you find your mate. In fact, I believe the angel is here. So I'm going to ask a question. Just relax. Be honest because your angel is standing beside you. (laughs) Your angel is saying, Tokes, preach it. (laughs) Is your angel going before you or is your angel chasing after you? (laughs) Are you giving your angel a nervous breakdown? Is your angel losing his wings? (laughs) Are you frustrating your angel? Is your angel trying to figure out how he can switch assignments with other angels? (laughs) Are you giving your angel a bad evaluation? Michael is known as the war angel. Is your angel always going to Michael? Yo, dude. I need backup. (laughs) And Michael is like, again? (laughs) Are you frustrating your angel? So after Abraham told him that God will send an angel, Eliezer begins to go, to go find a wife. He got 10 camels and a bunch of stuff, and he went on his journey. In Genesis 24, Verses 12 to 14, he begins to pray. Prayer is necessary, y'all. We got to pray just to make it today. You have to pray. Praying, P-R-A-Y-I-N-G, for a mate is more effective than praying, P-R-E-Y-I-N-G, on a mate. Praying for a mate is more effective than praying on a mate. Again, we're looking at Eliezer as the Holy Spirit. He's teaching us some things because he teaches us all things. He's given us a clinic on this is how it works. 
Got to pray. So the guy comes by the well. And he prays. He says, Father, I am by the well where women come to draw water. And he said, the woman that I ask to give me water, who agrees to give me this water and volunteers and offers to water my camels, 10 of them, by the way, let her be the one that you have appointed. Let her be the one that you have appointed. Amplified version says, let her be the one you have appointed and selected to be Isaac's wife. Before he finished praying. Everybody say before. Before. Before he finished praying, Rebecca shows up with a water jar on her shoulders. Then he ran to her and said, hey, can I have some water? Then she said, sure. She brought it down, held it, held it while he was drinking. Then she offered to water his camels. Then something strange happened in Genesis 24, verse 21. Something strange. It's strange to me. Maybe not to you, but it's strange to me. The Bible says the servant was moping or, or, or just looking at her silently, watching her, trying to figure out if God had made his mission successful. I'm like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding you just prayed. You just prayed and said, you just prayed and said, hey, if I ask a lady for water and she gives me the water and, and she obliges to give me water and if she offers to water my camels, let her be the one that you've appointed or selected for Isaac. And before I finish praying, Rebecca did exactly just that. And the guy is saying he was just watching in silence trying to see if God made it successful. I'm like, you, you just had your prayer answered. But when I thought about it a lot more, I was like, wow, no wonder. No wonder a lot of people miss it. We know the individuals, perhaps some of us may have been, been here before. We never prayed. We never sought the Lord. And we understand that. But the fact of the matter is, some of you, a lot of people, they have prayed. They have sought God. They have prayed correctly. And before they finished praying, implying that it wasn't long after that, bam, somebody showed up. But the difference between them and the servant is they didn't wait to watch the person. You see, it's one thing for Rebecca to say, yeah, I will give you a drink and I'll water your camels. But it's another thing for she to actually do it. The guy waited. And if you read Genesis 24, verse 22, it says, after the camels finished drinking, then he put a ring on it. <laughs> a lot of people, you prayed, maybe you came to while you were single or whatever you go to. Before you're done, somebody shows up. Hey, I'm a Christian. Check me out. I'm filled with the Holy Spirit. I speak in tongue. Bro, shit out, bra. And you're already planning the wedding. Wondering where you'll have the wedding and how many girls you're going to have in your train and all that kind of stuff. Like, whoa, 
The Holy Spirit is saying, slow down and watch the person for a while. Because the servant watched the person for a while. Rebecca says, yeah, I'll give you a drink and I'll water your camels. The guy's like, okay. He waited and watched her. We need to use some discernment sometimes. Too many of us, I know that it feels like it's taking long and it's difficult to find somebody who loves God. And when somebody shows up and look like they love God, sometimes they're like that fig tree in Mark 11 that Jesus from afar saw from afar. It's like, oh, there's a fig tree. He came closer. No fruit. Does this person have fruit? Not gifts. Fruit. Not charisma. Character. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, meekness, self-control, because it takes self-control and humility to do what Rebecca did for him and the ten camels. Have you seen a camel drink? He waited and watched. I want to encourage you. Somebody shows up. Don't be quick to want to get into a relationship. Watch them. Are they who they say they are? Do they have fruit? Years ago, I was teaching a class. And there was this lady friend of mine, you know, she loved the Lord. She's like a lot of you guys and ladies here. And uh, she brought a guy with her. You know, she, it's just something about the way they were together let me know, you know, they might be seeing each other. He was well-dressed, you know. He came in, he got this swag, you know. And uh, after the class, you know, he was, you know, I mean, goodness gracious, you would think he was an evangelist, man. He was, yo, man, the Lord is X, Y, and Z. And, you know, he was, woo, fired up. <laughs> Immediately I said, ah, red flag. Because I know there are exceptions, but over the years, it's not like I've been in ministry for a long time, just by observation, People who are truly spiritual, when I mean, I mean mature, they don't do all of that. In fact, you don't even know that they're, 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 you don't even know that they're spiritual. And people who shout and the first, you, you barely know them for five seconds and they're throwing scripture and Greek and Hebrew and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> there are some exceptions because, you know, not saying that is necessarily a bad thing. There are some exceptions, but just the rule of thumb. Don't get caught up in all of that. Just, just relax and just watch, look for fruit. So the, the servant, after she took care of all the camels, then he brought out a nose ring and some bracelets. I think it's interesting. He brings out the bling after she verifies her character. Too many of us guys, man, we bring out the bling before we even know who the girl is. We bring out the bling to try to impress her. It's funny how the way God does things a lot of times is opposite the way society does things. You want to impress. And in some cases, you can't even afford the bling you're, 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 <laughs> you're putting out there, you know. The guy brings out the bling after he verifies her character. Then he goes to her family. Then he gets there and he gives them a spill about what happened and how, you know, Rebecca is the lady he prayed for and all that kind of good stuff. And the family members, they were cool. He met her father, Bethuel. He met her brother, Laban. And I think he met her mom, Malka, as well. And he shared everything. They were like, yeah, yeah, you know, everything is cool, you know. 
he stayed overnight with them. And I believe it's in Genesis 24, verse uh, 54, I believe. He said, uh, okay, let me go back to my master. And they were like, in verse 55, they were like, Genesis 24, 55, they were like, let us stay, stick around for like 10 more days. And the servant told them, don't hinder me. Some translations say, he said, don't delay me. Ladies and gentlemen, one of the reasons why some people haven't married yet is because their family members are holding them back. Their family members are <laughs> their family members are holding them back. Remember, this guy is not just a servant, he is a picture, a type of the Holy Spirit, and I believe God is saying something to somebody here tonight. The reason why some people are still single is because they're letting their family hold them back. The servant said, don't delay me. It's interesting because in Genesis 24, verse 7, when the servant said, what if she's not willing to come? Abraham said, God will send an angel before you. Then in verse 8, Abraham says, even if she's not willing to come, you're not taking Isaac back there and you're released from the oath. So what caught my attention was the sequence of what Abraham said. He said, God will send an angel before you. Then he said, even if she's not willing to come, we lets me know that God can send an angel, send the Holy Spirit, send two million confirmations, and people can still be unwilling. And some of those same people are wondering why they're still single. It gets more interesting because in Genesis 24, 40, when the servant is telling the family about how everything happened, he says what Abraham says, but he says, he says it a little differently. He says, he told them about how Abraham said, even if she's unwilling, but he didn't put it that way. He said, even if the family doesn't release her, that was the difference. I'm like, wait a minute. Abraham said, even if she's not willing, then you're released from the oath. But the servant told them, Abraham said, even if the family does not release her, he's released from the oath. And I'm like, why does it seem different? Maybe it's because the reason why some people are unwilling is because their family members are against what God has placed in their heart. Though, of course, they mean well. In most cases, family means well. They love you. They care about you. But they don't know what God is telling you. Did you know that Rebecca knew about her husband before the family did? The servant representing the Holy Spirit spoke to her before he spoke to the family. Thank you for listening to the While You Are Single podcast. We hope that you were informed, inspired, and impacted. O.J. Tokes has written a life-changing book titled Rejected for a Purpose, How God Uses Rejection to Help You Find and Fulfill Your Destiny. 
If you would like to learn more about the book, please visit ojtokesministries.org. That is ojtokesministries.org. If you like Christian inspirational hip-hop, check out OJ Tokes' Christian inspirational hip-hop album, A Breath of Fresh Air, which is now available on iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, and other music outlets. You can also learn more about his music by going to ojtokesministries.org. Thanks again for listening to the While You Are Single podcast, which OJ Tokes presents weekly, every Monday. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please share with your friends and join us again next Monday. Until then, take care and stay blessed.